Good morning and welcome to Wake Up With Marcy. It's time to be inspired and empowered with stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. Just wanted to share with you about my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. It's a book of healing from your past and it paves a new road to recovery. Now let's hear about my guests. We first meet Amazon best-selling author and master life coach, Perry Jones Grossman. She shares her inspirational story of hope and will educate us on how transformation creates your next best chapter in life. We then get empowered by entrepreneur, philanthropist, and entertainer, Soho Johnny. He is the founder of Let Me Help, an organization that raises money through music, entertainment, and laughter. Hear his mission and how he is helping others. And lastly, we get educated on a new way to combat airborne germs by biomedical engineer and co-founder Kanika Wahi of Breathe Easier with Nasal Guard Airborne Particle Blocker. Now let's meet my incredible guest and move towards a happier life. I am so excited about my next guest, Amazon best-selling author and master life coach, Perry Jones Grossman. She is here to share with us her inspirational story of hope and educate us on how transformation creates your next best chapter in life. Welcome to Wake Up with Marcy, Perry. Hi, Marcy. I'm so excited to be a part of your show. I'm a big fan of your show. Oh, thank you. And that means so much coming from you. So... I, you know, I just love that you're going to come on and, and just be so open with your story. And this is about helping people, right? We tell our truth so we can help other people. And one of the things that really starts your story is mental health, mental illness, Mm -hmm. and you were affected at a very young age. So can you tell us about that and how that did affect you? And and, sure. and even in starting to grow up, um, how that affected you. Yes, I will. I mean, I'll just jump right into it. Um, so my mother was a schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And at about five years old, when my dad was at work. You know, I always knew there was something wrong, but I didn't know what it was. I was five. Yeah. But I could tell a difference in her eyes. Like if she looked mm-hmm. at me a certain way, there was a darkness, a blackness, and then she would be a different personality and then the lighter personality. So one morning she came in my room and she said, I want you to follow me outside. I want to show you something. So she took me outside in our backyard. And I remember we had these tall sunflowers and she said, I want you to kneel down and put your face in the dirt, which I did. Mm -hmm. And then I felt a really cold, hard something in the back of my head And what it was, was a gun. Oh my God. And she said, I have to kill you because your father loves you more than me. I heard a click. I don't remember exactly, but you know how feelings still stay within you. Oh yeah. And I was scared. And here's supposed to be my primary caretaker who is going to end my life. Then all of a sudden, she just walked away, walked back in the house. And I don't know how long I stayed out there, but, you know, five years old, where are you going to go? And so I went back in my bedroom. I fell asleep. 
And long story short, my dad, oh, then she came back in the room afterwards and her eyes were light. And she said, honey, I'm so mm. sorry. I didn't mean to do it. You know, please don't tell anybody it's our secret. Well, right. my dad came home later, knew something was wrong. So I ended up telling him and he had to have her committed to a mental institution for three years. Mm. Um, and when she came back home, you know, I was still being raised by this woman who was on a lot of medication, but she still yeah. wasn't well. Um, so that was, you know, 18 years. Um, and I became very religious. I met a pastor and his wife when I was six, I started going to church and I became this little preacher girl because I was so happy to believe that there was a God, there was somebody who could look after me. Yeah. And so that's really where my faith began, uh, was right. at six years old because of that. Yeah. So how did that affect you? Like we talk about trauma in our youth and how did that affect you later in life? Like, uh, yeah. it, well, you found a positive way to deal with it as far as coping through faith, but, but how did it affect you, affect you long-term? Oh gosh, Marcy. You know, I think the biggest thing is I didn't have any self-love mm -hmm. when your mother you know, does something like that. And throughout the years of raising me, um, I never felt loved. I had an yeah. amazing father. So thank goodness I had that, but I yeah. still didn't have a sense of, of love. I learned if I performed, you know, I was on the debate team. I was, you know, cheerleader. I did things mm -hmm. that I could get some recognition and I felt right. loved, but I was looking right. outside for that. It wasn't within me. Um, so it was a natural thing, you know, to go into the business, move to LA, be on television, but I was a pretender. Um, yeah. I learned to have that performance, but if you looked at me on the outside, people would think, oh my gosh, she's got it all together. You yeah. know, she has this, she has that, you know, she's married to a number one producer. She's on E. I mean, all these things, yeah. which were actually coping mechanisms, so people couldn't see the wounded little girl, the wounded woman. And I yeah. never had done any of that work before. So that's how it showed out in imp imposter syndrome, invisible woman yeah. syndrome. I mean, all those things that you learn to have survival skills until about, I'd say, 40. Mm -hmm. And then those survival skills that we all have, they start not working anymore. What happened for you to realize that you needed to make the change to really help yourself to get happy? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I always, like I said, I depended on faith and God, but when I moved to LA, I stopped going to church. I stopped, you know, having my spiritual practice and I, you know, I became this television personality. I married, you know, like I said, a, a movie producer. We had a big life in LA, lived in Bel Air, had all these fancy friends, celebrity friends, all this stuff. And um, I met his daughter who I fell in love with because I never wanted to be a mother. Never. I didn't yeah. think I could do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I fell in love with her and she yeah. taught me that I could be a mother. And I think it was mm -hmm. my little girl that was wounded that was relating to her because we were the same age. And so God had other plans. 
Um, I decided I wanted to try to get pregnant. So we did. We tried for several years, could never get pregnant. Um, went through a lot of infertility and, you know, as a type A personality, you're only supposed to do a procedure like every three to four months. Well, I thought, well, if we do it every month, then, you know, oh, yeah. we'll have better returns. Yeah. So yeah. I, I beat my body up. I was in and out of hospitals, went into a coma and I became lifeless. And I realized, I think unconsciously, if I couldn't get pregnant, he was going to stop loving me. And so I remember I was in the hospital, just came out of a coma. He decided he wanted to come to Sun Valley, left me at home. Mm -hmm. And I'm on all these medications. I felt so lonely, isolated, and completely worthless. completely worthless. And I was 40 years old and my identity crisis was, you know, I didn't know who I was. Right. So I did the unthinkable and I tried to take my life. Mm. And, um, again, God intervened, I guess it wasn't Mm -hmm. my time. And when I was in the hospital and I came to, you know, I remember the social worker saying, do you remember what you did? And I didn't. And then she told me, and I was shocked at who I'd become because I wasn't that girl. Um, So I decided I need some help. So that's when I moved out of LA, came to Sun Valley because we had a second home here. And I just thought, you know what? I need to get all this BS of LA off of me and get real. And I went back to going to church. I went back to getting out in nature. I went back to, you know, working with mentors and other people and really began the process of inner, of inner healing. And that's where it does start. And, and Perry, like, Thank you so much for sharing it. Uh, unfortunately, we're, we're running out of time, but I want to hear, and I want the, um, the viewers to hear, where are you today and what exactly has helped you to transform yourself so others know that it's possible for them? Yes. I I tell women that I work with in workshops and stuff. I said, look, I'm living proof. I hit rock bottom. And if you're Mm -hmm. at that point, remember one thing, you don't know that your next best chapter is on its way. So don't give up on yourself, you know, and I created, it's going to sound so weird in marketing, but somebody said something to me, can you write what you did to heal? And Mm -hmm. I went back to school at 55. I went and got my master's in spiritual psychology and it was, it was wonderful and helped me heal and heal my relationship with my mom because we were able to forgive each other. And um, so I wrote a workbook and it's the five steps and activator steps on how to transform your life. And Mm -hmm. so I know I put it in a workbook so that people can go through the same steps I did. And it's not rocket scientist at all. It's just, you have a guide and then some questions that you really ask yourself and be truthful, be Mm -hmm. vulnerable and have a belief that no matter what you can heal and it's never too late. You know, I want to say to everybody's listening, it's not too late for you to heal. And I'm in my sixties now and I found a great love. You know, I was married and divorced four times Mm -hmm. um, because I kept marrying my mother. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I hear you. And that's the thing, right? I mean, it's really, 
our, yes. our past truly affects our relationship pattern. Yes. And, yes. um, but just, it's incredible to see where you are today and also to be able to help others know that it is possible for them. Like, you know, we are living proof. It is possible and, yes. and have a guide. And just for everyone yes. to know, you know, you're not alone and you must take these steps to make the change, to create yes. change. You must make the, ch- the changes and uh, uh, you follow this, your guide sounds like it will really help, but I also <laughs> want to like, you know, point out your book where you are telling oh. about transformational stories also. So learning yes. through other people's transformational stories. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Marcy. Yeah, yeah. we all inspire each other. I mean, isn't that our goal? Instead yeah. of being in competition with each other, it's like, how can we inspire and like you said earlier, share our vulnerabilities and how yeah. did we do it and share yeah. that? Cause we want everyone to shine their lights even brighter, you know, stop playing small, get right. rid of all these obstacles and things and go for the healing. So you can live the life that you were meant to live. And I, I always say, Perry, I can really say, <laughs> yeah. And I always say, Perry, that it starts with self-love. It really, yes. truly does. It all starts yes. there. And so thank you so much for coming on Wake Up with Marcy and just sharing such valuable information and your truth. So thank you for making a difference to others. Thank you, sweetie. I so enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. All right, Perry. Bye-bye. See ya. (laughs) After the break, we meet entrepreneur, philanthropist, and entertainer Soho Johnny. I now speak with entrepreneur and philanthropist, Soho Johnny. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marcy. Thank you for having me today. It's great to have you. So you have a lot on your plate. You're recognized as an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and an entertainer. And you've combined all of these and created the foundation, Let Me Help. So you are raising money through music, entertainment, and laughter. So what inspired you to do this? Well, I'm tru- truly the mad scientist. I was a nervous, stuttering kid brought, brought up in the boogie down Bronx back many years ago. Uh, my dad had a trucking business, but I always was the joker. I used to get in trouble even in grammar school in those days. I went to parochial school where they didn't spare the rod. And I always had like a love for attention and just making people laugh. Even as a kid, I guess it was a nervous energy. And as I got older, I started doing some you know, family reunions and, you know, rock, which is now classic rock. And I, the kids in school, I mean, there was gangs in the street in those days in the Bronx. And uh, my my family eventually bought a, a house that had a garage. And then after school, I had strobe lights and music going on in the garage. So I had that little seed of entertainment in me back then. And it kind of nurtured and just grew over the years. And uh, you know, doing, you know, uh, DJing a little bit here and there when the disco days came in. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, my, my family had a trucking business. We go back, uh, three, four generations in Soho, NYC, historic oh. neighborhood. And, uh, you know, we were in real estate and, uh, we, I've done deals with different celebrities just being across the desk, but I always had that, that, you know, those blinders on, you know, it was just the conformist doing my thing. But inside the seeds of passion just continue to grow. And so, you know, I kind of yearned for that umbilical cord and the connection that you have with the audience. And uh, 
And my, my dad passed about 27 years ago from cancer. It kind of like was an aha moment for me. And I tried to channel that energy in a positive way because a lot of my, you know, I, I, I owe a lot of my uh, hum humanity to him, my sense of humanity. And uh, I started doing, you know, shows for the American Cancer Society. And that was the trifecta for me. I mean, the passion yeah. of connecting with the audience, charity, the love. You meet so many beautiful people when you're involved with charitable events. It was a nirvana. And uh, I continued to chug along. I raised the bar with more celebrities. And I guess that was really the birth of Let Me Help. It wasn't Let Me Help there, but it was the, the, the emergence of the charity work that I did. You have something coming up for Let Me Help. Is that correct? Uh, October 1st, uh, International Music Day, uh, we're doing something similar, but we're kind of channeling it towards world peace and for the children. Okay. We all need to do a little bit. I know we all have a responsibility. That's my belief. And uh, what makes that a little bit special is that we've got a whole band of mini live performances from different parts of all different countries of the world. Okay. For that focus. And I want to know all the shows that I do, you know, for the most part, or yeah. people that give, you know, except for maybe some of the production staff, of course, they get paid. But the artists and everything, they're double celebrities in my heart because they don't get paid. They just come to support the cause, which has really, really been such a beautiful journey for me. It is. It, it really is. So tell us how we can get involved. Is this an event we can go to or is it going to be televised? How can we get involved? It's going. It's going to be. Uh, it's going to be streamed. Uh, we'll be announcing uh, the different platforms. It's going to be. I don't know how many hours it's going to be now because we're just still working out the details. Mm -hmm. And it, it definitely is going to be on LetMeHelpInc.org, or, uh, or and the, of course our social media and our, and our website. Uh, it'll also be on Soho Johnny the two ends.com, which mm -hmm. is the entertainment platform uh as well so it's it's going to be announced exactly where some of the platforms are but it's we have a whole widespread of things going on and uh, like i said i'm the mad scientist of what i'm doing here i love it i love it so where can we find you and find more information if we need it uh john at sohojohnny.com uh j-o-h-n at sohojohnny.com mm. um Soho Records, Rebecca Records, those are the music labels that we're involved with. We've got some wonderful artists that, that are on it. Great, great talent. Uh, and, and again, everything that we touch is tied a little bit in some fashion to let me help. Okay. That's part of the business plan here because we believe that elevates everything that you do and, you know, increases connectivity. I mean, when we were going through COVID and even till now, Social distancing, and we used to say that doesn't mean social isolation. Those are the times to pick up the phone, even if you couldn't get together in person. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It is time for us all to come together and thank you, what you, you know, for everything you're doing uh, through Let Me Help and continued success. And I look forward to seeing the event. No, oh, thank you so much. And, you know, shout out to what you're doing and uh, your whole production crew there, because you guys are leaving a light on and in, in uh, you know, in a very changing times that we're going through. But, you know, there's if we all do a little bit, we set a ripple in the water, that ripple cascades into millions of ripples, creates a tidal wave of love and good heartedness, which is what we all need to do. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Love that. All right. Have a wonderful day and best of luck with everything. Thank you, Marcy. Summer is finally here. And if you're looking to get away and make more memories with your family, 
then why not visit the largest indoor water parks in America? Hi, I'm Danielle Monet. This summer, celebrate National Water Park Day on July 28th at Kalahari Resorts and Conventions, home to America's largest indoor water parks. I'm here with my family and we absolutely love it. I honestly can't tell who's having more fun. Nothing says summer like a water park and Kalahari Resorts has something for everyone. Simply park and stay in one of the fully appointed rooms or suites to enjoy the water park and other resort amenities. Admission is included to both the indoor and outdoor areas for registered guests. Kalahari offers so many different water activities. You can play in the waves at the giant wave pool, relax in the lazy river, get your thrills on on the many water slides, and so much more. My little one really enjoyed the kids' areas with the slides and waterfalls and zero-entry pool sized just for them. Personally, Flow Rider was my favorite. I could have stayed there all day. And the slides were awesome. Kalahari has so many water slides to choose from. Everyone will find something that they love. I couldn't believe how tall and fast some of them were. I mean, perfect for thrill seekers. I always worry about the weather when we plan a water park day or really any outdoor summer trip, but Kalahari's indoor water parks are always 84 degrees and sunny. This year marks the fifth anniversary of National Water Park Day, founded by Kalahari Resorts in 2017. It's always a party at Kalahari, but on July 28th, you can expect a full day of fun activities and celebrations, including on-site DJs spinning the new and classic summer tunes, special-themed cocktails, exciting giveaways, family poolside activities, and more. Bring the family to America's largest indoor water parks, Kalahari Resorts, this summer and have an unforgettable time. For my family, our trip to Kalahari has given us memories we will never forget, and I'm sure your family will feel the same way. So what are you waiting for? Celebrate National Water Park Day at Kalahari Resorts this summer. Kalahari is located in the Pocono Mountains, so your family's ideal summer getaway is just a short road trip away. Make your summer reservation today and make more memories with Kalahari Resorts and conventions at kalahariresorts.com. After the break, we learn more about Breathe Easier with NasalGuard Airborne Particle Blocker. We can now get educated by Kanika Wahi, biomedical engineer and co-founder of Breathe Easier with NasalGuard Airborne Particle Blocker. Welcome to Wake Up with Marcy, Kanika. Thanks, Marcy. Super excited to be here. Well, it's amazing because right now with germs, so many in the air, and we're all so concerned, this is an incredible product. So let's talk about what exactly is Nasal Guard Airborne Particle Blocker. (laughs) Nasal Guard is a drug-free topical gel that uses ionic blocking technology to block all the harmful particles such as pet dander, pollution, dust mites, uh, even virus-sized particles before they enter your nasal passages. Right. All the things we can't see, but yet there's germs and, and there, you know, air particles that are around us all the time we may not even be thinking of. So just sure. to be clear, this is a gel. And how do you apply this gel? It's really simple. A nasal guard works like a magnet. All you do is take a small pin-sized drop and you rub it around your fingers and you apply it around your nostrils and you take it above your upper lip and you're good to go for four to six hours. And how much of a difference is this making for us? 
you know, they say uh, prevention is better than cure. This is essentially blocking out and preventing all those pesky particles from causing symptoms. What we've seen is people can breathe better, then they can sleep better, they can feel better overall. We've had people mm. tell us this is a game changer for them. Let's also talk about, is it safe? Is it safe for everyone? Kids, pregnant women, nursing women. Absolutely. The best part about this product is it's safe for the whole family. It's pregnancy safe. It's safe for nursing moms. It's safe for children. They can take it to school. Uh, this is absolutely drug-free and it's over the counter. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Where do you find it? You can find Nasal Guard at Amazon and Walmart.com, as well as our website, NasalGuard.com. So how long has have you has it been on the market? Because like with the pandemic, I mean, this has probably become so vital. Is that correct? Has it been around absolutely, since then? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this version of the product has been available for around five years. But prior to that, uh, we've primarily focused on preventing allergies. And since then, we've been able to expand it to also cover and block virus-sized particles as well. That's great. And so, and also it keeps you from getting sick, which nobody wants to get sick. (laughs) All right, Kanika, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us about Nasal Guard. Uh, Sounds really incredible. Thanks, Marcy. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you all so much for joining Wake Up With Marcy today. If you want to find out more about my guests, check out wakeupwithmarcy.com. Just a reminder, my book is on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. And my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles, paves a new road to recovery using my personal stories and an educational approach, taking you, the reader, through the process of waking up and breaking harmful patterns in your life. Please remember to always be kind to yourself and kind to others. And I'll see you next weekend.